0: Access is everything. Hi everybody, this is Bill Zedites inviting you to become a member of CMG Premium. CMG Premium provides you with an upgraded level of knowledge, research, data, analysis, and much more. With VIP content curated from all of our industry verticals, you'll have more access with CMG Premium. Start your 45-day free trial by visiting autoremarketing.com and click on the green tab labeled Members. That's the green tab labeled members at Autoremarketing.com. Have access to more with CMG Premium.
1: Hello again and welcome back to the Auto Remarketing Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Solovich, part of the team at Cherokee Media Group, and Senior Editor at Subprime Auto Finance News and Auto Fin Journal. For this episode of the podcast, pleased to be joined with uh, one of the leaders of the industry, Ken Shilson, President of Subprime Analytics and founder of NABD. Ken, thank you so much for being a part of the podcast.
2: Nick, it's my pleasure. Thank you very much for having me and thanks to Cherokee Media Group for putting on these great podcasts that you guys do. I'm pleased to to participate today.
1: Well, first and foremost uh, is the the times that we are in nowadays with the pandemic and everything. Uh, Most importantly, how are you and your family and friends feeling nowadays?
2: Well, thank you for asking, Nick. I'm I'm pleased to say that we are all healthy so far. Uh we have kept a, a low profile and and uh uh fortunately are are in good health and I hope the best for all our listeners out there as well. I hope none of them have been ad- adversely impacted by the pandemic and uh, other than, you know, the disruption of business, but your health is something we take for granted, but apparently it can't anymore.
1: Well, that's that's so great to hear. Uh, very, very, very much glad to, to hear that, Ken. And, and as you referenced, certainly uh, business has uh, been impacted nowadays. Just uh, what's your sense of, of the most important considerations for subprime operators, buy-here, pay-here dealers uh, in recovering uh, from the impact of this
0: pandemic?
2: Sure. Well, um... First of all, uh, I want to say that the pandemic is an unprecedented event. And and by that, I mean, we can't go back any time in history and look at at anything that's happened in the past to predict what's going to happen uh, after this uh, pandemic. So I think we have to view this as a real game changer. And that's the starting point, recognizing that this is an unprecedented time and things are not going to return to the way they were before the pandemic occurred is the starting point. And the ability to identify the changes and to adapt to those changes quickly is going to determine how quickly operators are able to bounce back during the recovery. And we'll talk more as the, during the podcast about what some of the individual challenges are, but, but clearly this is a time to really be alert to what changes in your business are going to occur as a result of this disruption
1: and And certainly you've had uh uh no doubt conversations with dealerships and and operators during this time but on the on the flip side what what are you hearing from from capital providers about what their expectations might be uh getting through and and coming out of this uh pandemic
2: a- absolutely i I have had a lot of contact with uh, capital providers in all facets of the industry those who who provide lines of credit, those that purchase contracts, uh, and those who provide uh, floor planning. So I think I can give you a pretty broad perspective on what uh, what their feelings are. And, and generally speaking, the pandemic and the disruption has caused is going to cause them to be more conservative as they uh, lend or buy contracts in the future. I think all of them still believe that subprime auto finance is a good place to provide capital because of the returns that it can provide, but they're going to be very cautious because they see the same challenges that operators do in the days ahead. Are customers going to be able to pay? Are they going to be able to retain their jobs? What's the duration of this Thing going to be. So until those questions are really resolved, they're going to be conservative in providing capital uh, to the subprime auto industry and to buy here, pay here. So what's my message? My message is you can't expect to borrow your way out of this pandemic. You have to make internal adjustments to be able to uh, provide more internal cash flow during a period of time when the the third-party capital is going to be harder to come by. Will you be able to sell contracts? Yes. But it's not a good time to do it right now. Let the market settle down somewhat and and you'll you'll get better pricing for it. You'll be able to sell more of your contracts. So there is going to be money out there, but only for those people that demonstrate they're financially responsible to borrow it.
1: The voice you're hearing is our special guest for this episode of the Auto Remarketing Podcast. It's Ken Shilson, who is the president of Subprime Analytics and one of the founders of NABD. And Ken, uh, switching topics uh, a little bit to something that's uh, certainly near and dear to you. uh, The the benchmarks that uh, you compile annually for the buy here, pay here industry. For for folks who might not be completely familiar, just, just take us a, a little bit down uh, the historical perspective of what these uh, benchmarks show, how long you've compiled them, and, and some of the, the metrics that, that you compile and analyze.
2: Sure. Well, thanks, Nick. And, and uh, for the last 20 years, I've provided uh, benchmark information to capital providers, to operators, and made them public, available uh, available to anyone who was interested in subprime or buy here, pay here. And those benchmarks in the past have included uh, metrics uh, from portfolio performance information I compile at subprime analytics, uh, financial uh, ratios and benchmarks from my old CPA firm that I founded uh, when I was managing director, uh, and also contributions from some of the 20 groups in the industry, NIADA and previously NCM. But this year uh, we did it. We did it differently. Uh, I asked and wanted to provide a more comprehensive, a broader market perspective on what's going on in the subprime industry. So I went out and recruited contributors who provided differing perspectives on different segments of the market to give a much broader view of what's going on uh, in the marketplace. And the data was all compiled prior to the pandemic. We'll get into that here in a minute. But uh, the contributors that I asked were uh, people from the capital markets, uh, people who provide uh, uh, collection technology and collection information, uh, tax refund experts, uh, and also I had uh, commentary on uh, best operating practices, and I gathered uh, 20 group data from NIADA and NCM, and I also asked JD Byrider to contribute. So, uh, I, as well as putting in some of the metrics information from Subprime Analytics. So, together, this is the most comprehensive view of the subprime market that that I've ever done. And I think it's important for people to get a copy of this and to compare their own results and figure out how they compared to what was in the benchmarks, for better or for worse. But more importantly, if they underperformed, what were the reasons? And and I think it's important because if it wasn't working before the pandemic – what makes you think it's going to work afterwards? So you have to know where you've been before you can know where you're going. So I encourage everybody to get a copy of the report. Here's the best news. It's all free. It's it's it's, it's free of charge. You can get a copy, and uh, it's going to contain charts and graphs and numbers, so you don't have to be a CPA to read it. Uh, you just have to have an interest in learning what's going on in the industry.
1: And uh, th- those robust benchmarks, Ken, what, what are some of the, the most significant highlights that, that you'd like to share as kind of a, a preview? And again, how can uh, they get those benchmarks and, and s- to see how they're still relevant given the pandemic situation?
2: Sure. Well, I think uh, the, the, the number one thing that, that you can take away is that the subprime and the buy here pay here industry uh, have come through one of the most competitive uh, five-year periods in its history. And as a result of that, the profit margins in the industry are continually being compressed. They're being compressed because costs are going up, and those costs can't be passed through to customers on a one-to-one basis. The The market hasn't been able to absorb that. So profits have been compressed, and it's important for operators, therefore, to realize that and make adjustments necessary to improve their profit margins and to be able to handle the increasing costs in periods where customers can't absorb them uh, overnight. It's going to take time to absorb, them, uh, absorb those in- increases over future periods. So margin compression is, is one of the things that's, that's, uh, that I think is most important. I think other things is when you look at some of the best practices in the industry, you realize how important social media has become in connecting and even collecting from these customers. And I think that those operators who are being proactive and using social media, using technology in their business, uh, to connect with them and to build a positive market image are doing the best. Obviously it's you have to have the right inventory, you have to have good underwriting, and you have to have good collections. Things have not changed there, but uh, clearly the market is more challenging and more competitive, so you really have to be on your game today to be successful. And what that means is you have to have the training and education to identify what's going on in the market and then implement solutions in your business.
1: Again, our special guest for this episode of the Auto Remarketing Podcast is Ken Shilson, the president of Subprime Analytics, discussing the annual Buy Here, Pay Here benchmarks and, and other elements uh, impacting subprime auto financing uh, during our uh, pandemic times that we are all living through nowadays. And and, and certainly, Ken, uh, if, if folks want to find out more about the benchmarks, they can go to your website at subprimeanalytics.com and And earlier in our conversation, Ken, you described how uh, this pandemic is is really a game changer uh, for this piece of of the automotive world. If you could elaborate on what what you meant uh, by it being a game changer and why.
2: Sure. Fantastic. I I think uh, it starts with recognizing that things aren't going to be the same or return to the old ways because the pandemic is unprecedented. So here's some things to think about. First of all, your ability to recover from this uh, is going to depend on your access to capital. So with capital being in shorter supply or being constrained, you're going to have to make some changes internally to squeeze more from your operation. Here's some thoughts about how to do that. First, smart operators find ways to make more from less. So what I mean by that is that they integrate technology into their business that's going to make them more efficient and less labor intensive. And tools like web-based integrated DMS solutions, pay portals, electronic pay portals, payment devices, texting technology, social media tools are all going to be critical, not to be profitable but just to be competitive today. So you have to implement that kind of technology into your business. You can't defer those kinds of expenditures because they're going to pay off uh, over future periods and, and make you more competitive and more efficient. The, the next thing I would say is if you're borrowing capital and you have a line of credit or uh, or you have outside capital sources your lenders are expecting you to manage your cash flow uh, more prudently. So they expect that you're going to be financially responsible, that you're going to make a review of all your expenditures, you're going to eliminate those that are non-essential, and that you're going to focus on just making essential expenditures which will add value revenue, profits, and cash flow. So prudent cash management has never been more important. One of the things that affects your cash flow the most is your business model. And yes, you can look at your business model to determine if it's profitable, but is it cash efficient? Is it generating a return on your investment in the portfolio commensurate with the risk that you're taking and maybe the risk that your lender is taking. And to do that, you need to analyze your cash flow and figure out what your return is on a loss-adjusted basis. That requires you to have metrics and to use those metrics in estimating your future cash flow as, as well as identifying what you've collected in the past. Another thing to, to, to consider is... You, you In making more from less, you must avoid trial and error and compliance mistakes because those types of things can cost you millions of dollars and burn up your precious capital. You have to stay compliant. And, and I think the key to that is training and education, staying abreast of what the legal and regulatory developments are, and staying out of harm's way. I just want to remind everybody that, as we come through the recovery, your state AGs are going to be watching your operations very closely. Compliance has not gone away. The enforcement role has been been transferred to the state AGs and is closer to home. So somebody's going to be looking. you need to be on your your uh, regulatory and compliance game. Another thing that's important to your to your lender, is what is your strategic business plan? Operators today do a good job of looking at their operating decisions and deciding what their operational plan should be. But they oftentimes forget to look at their business from a financial perspective. Evaluate the cost of your entrepreneurial ideas. Evaluate the cost of your business model. Evaluate the cost of all your expenditures because your capital is so precious and without it, you can't get very far. The final thing I want to say is be proactive. Those who identify the changes in the market and adapt solutions are going to recover quicker than those who don't. Success uh, in the future is going to require operators to recognize these things, and training and education will help guide you in that process. So as you shape your budget for the future, don't eliminate educational and training expenses for your personnel because they're going to have a major impact on how quickly your recovery occurs.
1: Closing moments here with Ken Shilson, the president of Subprime Analytics and one of the founders of NABD, and and Ken to to, to wrap us up as the as the old cliche uh, goes, perhaps uh, when you get uh, a bunch of lemons, you, you make lemonade. <laughs> um, what 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 might be uh, some some positives uh, that that. Subprime and buy here, pay here operators can can take away from uh, this pandemic. Just if you could, some, some perhaps some some upbeat anecdotes that you've seen and heard, or just some some positive takeaways that that the industry can take of of trying to get through what we're what we're all facing.
2: Absolutely, I think you know the stay at home orders and the in the shutdowns have required operators to develop more online connections with their customers. And I'm not just speaking about online from the standpoint of originating or sales transactions. I'm also referring to actually closing transactions on, uh, on, online and making it a, a, a more touchless type of approach to selling a vehicle and documenting that sale with less or no time in the dealership. And in the past, you may have thought, well, that's fine for prime or subprime or, or near prime customers, but that won't work in subprime. Well, I'm finding and talking to some of the best operators out there that it does work. They're using Zoom, they're using Skype, and they're using other technology tools uh, to, to actually originate and close transactions online, making it more efficient, less labor intensive, less time consuming. Uh, and I think that's a good takeaway. The future of our business is develop to develop that online presence. I think the, the, the second thing is that that we have to uh, we have to work smarter, not harder, and, and that includes having the most efficient business models having a discipline with regard to our financial management and avoiding mistakes uh, that you, that an operator has made in the past or that other operators are making. So it's time to take an introspective look at your own business and figure out what's working and eliminate the things that aren't so that you don't burn through the capital that you need to, to get through this recovery Uh, It's been said in the past that those who don't learn from the past are destined to repeat it, and you don't want to do that. You, You want to attack this marketplace proactively and implement the things that are going to be successful for it. I think the last thing to say is that in order to identify the changes that are taking place, you have to monitor your performance. And I can't encourage you enough to use metrics to do that. If you ha- if you don't have these in metrics in the past, start to develop them. You're, you're, the capital markets expect you to have them, and you need to have them in order to evaluate how successful you really are. So I think those are all takeaways from the pandemic, and, and, and it's going to force us to To be more efficient, and I think that's good because as we come through this thing and and business returns, you're going to make more money and offset some of that margin compression that I talked about earlier. So it's not all bad. It's been a great challenge, but we'll get through it, and, uh, and those operators who adjust will do it more quickly.
1: Prudent wisdom from Ken Shilson, president of Subprime Analytics and sharing uh, great information for operators as well as the information about the buy here, pay here industry benchmarks that can be found at his website, subprimeanalytics.com. Ken, as always, it's great to reconnect and thank you so much for sharing such great insights, especially during the times that we're in.
2: Thank you very much, Nick. It's a pleasure to participate. And I'd just like to wish everybody the very best in a speedy recovery from the pandemic. Stay healthy, stay safe. And uh, we hope to to see the industry emerge bigger and better than ever.
1: Absolutely. And and certainly if you've missed any of our past episodes of the podcast, you can just go to our website at autoremarketing.com. And click on the podcast box to find our library of past episodes. For my colleague, Joe Overby, and our executive producer, Matt Rice, I'm Nick Zulovich. We thank you for joining us, and we look forward to having you again next time on the Auto Remarketing Podcast.
0: Access is everything. Hi, everybody. This is Bill Zedites inviting you to become a member of CMG Premium. CMG Premium provides you with an upgraded level of knowledge, research, data, analysis, and much more. With VIP content curated from all of our industry verticals, you'll have more access with CMG Premium. Start your 45-day free trial by visiting autoremarketing.com and click on the green tab labeled Members. That's the green tab labeled Members at autoremarketing.com. Have access to more with CMG Premium.